Happy Monday, or should I say, Happy Monday, Medical Mom of NICU Day. I'm Tanisha, a medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter, plus a pandemic mom of two under two. Welcome to Medical Moms of NICU podcast, where we help NICU moms, life after NICU moms, and NICU moms of medically complex miracles worldwide navigate the medical system with ease by sharing medical mom tips, NICU resources, and medical advice from medical experts. We thank you for listening every Monday to each episode, whether you are in the hospital making powerful life-changing decisions for your miracle to thrive, or you're at home adjusting to the -the round-the-clock medical care your miracle requires after NICU discharge. We thank you for listening to each episode, downloading it, and sharing it with your family and friends. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok, Medical Moms NICU, to receive free Medical Mom Takeaway Tips. Join our Facebook Medical Mom Unity to share your NICU miracle story and medical milestones you are proud of. Happy Monday. I'm Tanisha, a proud medical mom of NICU to a kidney warrior and cancer fighter who is currently in the hospital right now. He's been in the hospital for over a week. I've taken time to just pause and just reflect as my oldest son was in the hospital earlier in February. So this is his second admission for a different reason. He's fighting the flu. So continue to pray. This podcast is really to give medical mom tips, medical mom resources, and also give advice from medical experts. But it's just been very difficult just having my oldest son in the hospital. He had a 10-day stay fighting a UTI infection with IV antibiotics earlier this February. And then we went into mid-February coming in with a mission for vomiting and high fever and just fighting the flu, as well as now a blood infection. So I'm just asking that y'all would continue to pray for him. And then we have pandemic babies back to back, a three-year-old and a two-year-old that is currently in school. And they just started school, so they brought some bugs home and then the whole family was compromised. So It's just been a lot to manage, and I just pulled up to Children's Hospital to put eyes on my son and to engage in rounds with the care team and just see what the plan of care is as he is currently on 70 meals an hour, continuous feeds, and he came in needing to be treated immediately because his kidney numbers were really out of range, so... It's just been a lot, and I feel like this podcast, this episode, even though it's random, is to take a pause for the cause and take time to process what's happening in the medical chaos. And so this this week, I have not physically been going every day because of last admission. I've been trying to preserve my energy for his return home, but keeping constant communication with the nurses as well as the doctors because we have been through so much. For those who do not know my oldest son's history, he was in NICU for six months, two NICUs, Cincinnati Children's and Arkansas Children's. Then he had over 20 plus procedures, was on dialysis for two years, had a kidney transplant, fought cancer. And even though I'm saying all that, you know, I haven't even really processed it all because there's always been something coming up in the midst of the history. And so this this last week 
I've taken time to really just clean house and just take time to pray and spend time with God, nurture myself as I had a really bad cough and I didn't want to contaminate the room. But just spending time to just breathe and nurture my mental and emotional state. Because if you go from one mission to another mission, it can really mess your mental health up. And so this podcast is really just not feeling that mommy guilt, that medical mom guilt to say, I got to be there at 24-7. Well, first of all, let's get this correct. I have three children, three, and they all have their own individual needs. And so I'm not able to stay overnight 24-7 in the hospital. It just can't work that way. Now, before, when he was our only child, I was in the hospital all the time. Even though I had the Ronald McDonald house, sometimes I would spend overnight. Just how intense the medical journey is. So now that I have three, I've learned to step back a little bit and just let the care team be support to Jaleel because there's only so much I can do. We don't have IV fluids here at home. We don't have certain medicines, antibiotics at home that he can take to fight the blood infection that he's going through. And so just learning to really just know my my lane and, and know my space and not overstep those boundaries because at the end of the day, this is a temporary situation and most likely Jalil's going to come home with a certain level of care that he didn't have before he went in the hospital. So common sense will tell me now, <laughs> after six years of caregiving, to, to take some time for yourself. Take some time for yourself. I have an appointment today to check in with my therapist And it's just going to be good because I have not even entertained therapy in the midst of all this medical trauma. And so I strongly encourage for those who are listening, if you can tap into therapy, there is free counseling therapy groups online, or you may have the benefit from your employer to tap into the employee program assistance program to get a few sessions for free. And if you have insurance, they may cover it where you just have a copay of 25 to $50. But I think it's worth your while because there is not enough time to process when you're making critical decisions for your child's survival, so to speak. Sometimes you're not able to process your emotions. And so having a therapist can help you to hold space for how you're feeling in the midst of doing. How are you really feeling? And so I look forward to having a special guest on here that really encouraged me to go that route of therapy, just based on the medical chaos in my life and dealing with my own maternal losses, as well as the grievance of my dad and my aunt's passing in 22. There's a lot of things that I've been internalizing and haven't really had much time to process. So this medical podcast episode, Medical Mom podcast episode, is really just essentially to take a pause for the cause and take care of you on this Medical Monday. Because You matter and your child only can get so much from you if you are not giving enough to your mental and emotional and physical health. You have to refill your cup so that you can give some of the water back to your child or back to your husband, whoever's in your life. 
But if you're not filling your cup, how are they going to be able to quench their thirst? You know, and I'm learning that now. I'm learning that now. And it's one of those phrases go, at least you learned, you know, before it was too late. And, you know, it took time for me to realize, hey, I matter too. In the midst of caregiving, I matter too. And sometimes I don't have to react to certain things, especially if it's not critical. And one of the, the main, the main mom, medical mom advice I want to give in this podcast really quickly is that how do you know that you're okay to take a break from the hospital? How do you know? Well, there's certain signs. For one, if I'm talking to the nurse and the nurse tells me that my child is tolerating fees or my, ta- my, my child is tolerating the medicines, the IV fluids, and they're not having any vomiting episodes, no fever, no respiratory distress. That is a green light to say, okay, I don't have to rush to the hospital right now because everything is stable. Everything is stable. If my child is alert, my child is playful, interacting with child life therapy and music therapy, why do I need to rush to the hospital? Now, I can come to the hospital whenever it's convenient for me, but I'm just saying it's not an urgent need. And so those are good signs. When you go on my chart and you start to see that your child's numbers are looking better within the range of normal, that's another sign not to rush to the hospital. When you're getting good news about the hospital discharge coordinator talking to you about, hey, your child may be coming home in the next few days, that's a good, good, good sign to say, hey, you know, let me take care of home, make sure everything is clean and sanitized, organized, and that way when my child is home, I won't have much to do but care for their discharge instructions. And so those are three things that I normally look for in this journey of pulling back just a little bit. And I hope that helps you as a medical mom of NICU. This is a podcast for medical moms of NICU, NICU moms, life after NICU moms, NICU moms of medically complex miracles, because I truly believe that God would not allow you to experience certain things in your life that would not make a difference to other 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 people that are going through similar challenges. And so I try to pay it forward and give advice when I can that could help benefit the next medical mom of NICU to come because I was overwhelmed. My whole life had changed. My whole identity had changed and I became a medical mom of NICU with my child having dialysis treatment, a lot of medications, dressing changes, therapies, and follow-up appointments. And it was just a lot. Shots we had to give at home before he got his transplant. So my whole identity changed from being a graduate student of mass communications to being a stay-at-home medical mom of NICU and advocating for my son's life around the clock. And so this is my way of paying it forward. And I'm looking forward to having special guests in our medical mom community. You can join on Facebook, answer a few questions and be able to be engaged in that group. I'm looking forward to interviewing some of the members 
because it's been a while since I've been able to do engagement because of these medical crises, but it's still in my heart. God has it on my heart to do. It's just having that clearance to do it. And then my husband is definitely going to be supporting as a guest. And we're going to be learning about each other and how we process certain challenges medically in this this journey of the medical marathon. And so I'm looking forward to having him. And then I've had some doctors reach out to me and let me know that they were interested in being on the podcast too, as well as social workers and the whole list. And so I'm just asking that God will just allow our family to be healthy so that I can start to pivot into being an interviewer as a medical mom of NICU host. I want to interview. I'm ready to expand and get to know other people's stories and other resources that could benefit this community. So pray for me and pray for my family. And I hope that y'all have a blessed, blessed week. This is all the last week of February. It went so fast, but I'm so grateful that we are getting better each day. And I hope that you take a pause for the cause and take care of you, whether it's read a book, walk, the weather's warming up, pray, spend time with someone that you love, just do something that can take your mind off of the medical challenges that you're facing today, if you can. Like I said, I have a therapist appointment today. I'm really looking forward to that session in person. The last virtual session was really good, so I know in person will definitely be even better. And the good news is this is a bonus that my therapist is 10 minutes away from the hospital. So imagine that. So it's it's possible to take care of you and still be present for your child. So I hope that you do something for you special for yourself today on this medical mom mom day and you matter. And remember, you are more than capable of handling your child's medical complex care until the next episode. Take care of you, Tanisha.